The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hello, everybody. It's Mike Rogers. And now with today's show, here's Sherry Welsh. We're here today on the Welsh Wire with Steve Owens, Chief Lending Officer at Consumers Credit Union in Kalamazoo. Steve, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, hi, Sherry. Thanks for having me back. Glad to have you here again. We talked a little while ago about the idea factory and innovation, the culture of innovation at Consumers Credit Union. This is an organization that has been around for, gosh, how many years now? Over Founded in 1951. So 60, yeah. well, how's my math? 67 years. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know how to do numbers around here. <laughs> it's been around a long time. Tell us more about consumers and the start and, and who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So we serve today, we, we have, uh, we serve about 100,000 members and we have about a billion dollars in assets. So um, in terms of financial institutions, um, we're, uh, we're small in size, but, but we have that strong local connection. Action. We primarily, with offices primarily in Grand Rapids, Holland, Kalamazoo, and Coldwater, um, and, and Battle Creek. So you can see from that geography, we're serving West Michigan and uh, and growing. We're a full full service financial institution, so we're serving um, members uh, for uh, deposit and lending needs and uh, and businesses as well. Right. And as the chief lending officer, you've been here how many years now, Steve? So I've uh, eight years as, okay. a, as a member or as a uh, as an employee at Consumers Credit Union, and um, yeah, I work with the the lending teams. Is my responsibility as I lead the the efforts to deliver you know solutions for for mortgages, um, businesses, and uh, consumers as they as they borrow to um, you know. To, for the, I, I love to tell people we want to finance the home you live in and the car you drive to work. Um, and we'll also offer you a credit card and we'll also finance that snowmobile that you drive. Um, so it's just, it, yeah, it's solution, financial solutions. Right. And you do a lot of work also with small businesses. You mm-hmm. describe how the ideal small what, what the ideal small business member yeah. is for you right yeah we found that we the best fit for us is serving a a, a, a business owner in uh in, in michigan here that derives their livelihood from their business mm-hmm. so that's how they put um the meal on the table for their family is uh and that's what they're doing in their day-to-day activities we you know we we found that we are a great fit to finance growth and acquisition for those type of uh, companies. So on the business side, we'll do letters of credit and uh, and real estate and equipment and uh, operating lines, the full gamut. Right, mm-hmm. right. Good, good. And so as part of the leadership team here for, you know, almost 10 years, you have certainly gone through many rounds of strategic planning, I would presume. And, you know, most of our listeners are in companies that are doing the same kind of thing. They're developing strategic plans every so often. A lot of times those are three to five year plans. Um, many companies 
struggle with them with strategic plans, being nimble enough and flexible enough. You know, it's the age old thing where you write it all down and you spend two days in meetings and you put it in a binder on the shelf or it sits on in a file on someone's computer. And maybe we look at it once a year. Um, But you've got a little bit different view of that process here at Consumers. Tell us about that. I do. Yeah, and I would credit Kit Snyder, our CEO. Um, he is a, uh, excellent strategic thinker mm-hmm. and, um, has created a discipline around strategic planning for us that, um, that I, I have not seen in other organizations that I've been involved in. Um, I would say st- what you just described, Sherry, um, is an event driven strategic planning. Mm-hmm. And strategic planning is not an event. It's dynamic. It's alive. And in order for it to be nimble, um, it has to be, um, it has to be visited and, and, uh, and worked at, at you know, constantly. Um, I, th- that is different here. And, um, I think one of the interesting ways that we structure our strategic plan and the planning um, around it is we it's a broad base team of leadership um, that's involved, and we really try to get to placing strategic emphasis uh, areas outside of our core. Oh, interesting. So what does that look like or feel like, say, for someone like you in lending? Right. So we have, if you think, I'll, de- I'll describe um, a two-by-two. Two. Um, so, so if you think of a, of a, of a box mm-hmm. with a, a cross in it, so you have four quadrants. And on, on one side, on the, on the, the, the top two boxes are, um, are, on one side you have markets described and on the the other side uh the x-axis you have uh products and you either have new or existing um for each new markets existing markets new products existing products what when i describe core i think of existing markets or members um and existing products these you, you need to pay attention to these core functions. Sure, you need to replenish them. Um, but those activities uh, typically won't make our strategic plan. Mm-hmm. What makes our strategic plan is existing mark existing products being introduced to new markets, or new products being introduced to to existing markets and then if you think about this in terms of a quadrant you may even have scenarios where you're introducing new products to new markets mm-hmm. right um, and that for, for us is uh, more rare but it it's important to tr- to have those initiatives as well right so I would say our strategic planning kind of lives in those three quadrants outside of the core and they drive the leadership team and the board to think about what level of emphasis, what level of resources are we going to dedicate to growing in new markets with new products. 
Okay. So how do you stay anchored to your values, your culture, your your long-term plans for the organization and still push the limits in some of those areas without straying too far, mm-hmm. staying true to who you are? How yeah. do you do that? You know, I would say that um, that's a great question. It, it Values. So when you think about strategic planning and organization, you go to the classic Jim Collins model where you have the mission. And our mission is mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. We are member-owned. Our mission's to improve the financial well-being of our membership. And I got to believe if you went to 99.9% of the credit unions in the United States, we that that's it. Yes, uh, that's that's our mission. Of course. Um, now, each credit union is going to have a different vision, and our vision will change with the strategic planning process. Typically, and mm-hmm. once every three to five years. Um, but our, you know, um, and then below that, you have your values, um, and they can't be compromised. Yeah. So the. These initiatives, they do feed strategically fulfillment of the vision, mm-hmm. but they're outside of what you're doing today yeah. and core. And how do the values fit in there? Um, it just, it, I think values speak to, speak back, I think they speak back to culture. Mm-hmm. And I think you can do things strategically that are new ways to support your culture um, and I think you can do things to, and we do make culture a point of strategic emphasis because that does have things you do to remain disciplined to your values, and things you do to foster a great culture and organization. Um, they need to change. Mm-hmm. And it, they also need to be dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I would guess that there's probably a lot of accountability that mm-hmm. happens in this process where you're testing ideas. Mm-hmm. bouncing things off of each other and someone saying that seems to fit maybe in this quadrant or this box. I think t- the terminology you just used when we talked before, um, I told you that has become important to me, test and learn. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that holds true for even at a strategic planning level. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to keep that perspective especially when you're thinking of new introducing new things to the company right um and it contributes to the thing that we're talking about today is nimbleness right um how do you remain nimble how do you layer new things into your strategic plan that maybe weren't there six months and weren't even thought of six months ago right so the ability to test and mm-hmm. try and learn and have a vehicle to be able to layer these things into the strategic plan. Testing and learning allows you to try things at a much smaller scale and not completely shift the emphasis of the entire organization overnight. Right. So nobody's that nimble. These are, you know, what's the analogy? You know, the it's like turning a ship, right? It takes, or stopping a train, you know, it takes three miles to do that. Right, but um, if if you don't, if you're not testing and learning along the way, these new ideas, um, you're not going to. You have to have um, a group of these ideas that you're testing and Mm -hmm. learning, 
um, if you're you're just sitting back and, and doing nothing to try things that are new products, try things in, for for new customers outside of your comfort, and then the uh, your long term core won't grow and parts of it will die and you'll end up shrinking. Right, right. It sounds like your leadership team has their antennas up all the time in this in in the strategic planning work to look for new ways of doing things. We have a plan, we know we have a roadmap, we know where we're going, where we want to go, but you're always looking for perhaps new paths or mm-hmm. new venues to yeah, get there. And there is accountability there, you know, we do, we do meet periodically on it. You do check in um, with each other and yep, push and each other a little bit on and report things. out. And um, you know we have a good enough rapport with each other that um, we can push each other. I mean the way we're wired, a lot of us are just achievers and I mean and, and doers. So mm-hmm. it's going to get done. It, but but we certainly do make it public and transparent, company wide. So if something's not getting done, everybody knows about it. It's a team effort. Yeah. You have the great thing about having a strategic plan across the entire organization is, uh, you know, if I'm struggling to get something done in my mortgage area, it's pretty public and everybody's raising their hand saying, hey, Steve, how can we help get this done? Oh, that's great. Um, and uh, so that transparency through all levels of the organization with our strategic plan is, I've found, be very beneficial. I'm not just stuck in my silo working on something. And um, and so everybody feels accountable to to win. Right, right. And empowered to be a part of the process. They want to be a part of the process to help right. the organization get the win, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about the Idea Factory and your culture of innovation, which is all, is also a really, really important thing to your team here at Consumers Credit Union. Mm-hmm. So I've got to believe that that culture of innovation really helps feed into the strategic planning process very nicely tell us about how that works hand in hand yeah so you have a winning idea or a great idea inside the company it could come from idea factory it could come from somebody going to uh, an industry conference Mm -hmm, and seeing something wow we need to try that they bring it back the way our strategic plan is structured is um, uh, its mantra is growth through culture and performance and we this growth, culture, and performance, these are three buckets that it's pretty easily to take just about any idea and stick it under one of those. Sure. Um, these three areas, culture, uh, Sean Primer is the executive that owns that. Of course, she's just outstanding. In all things culture, she's looking for ways to execute on the action items and, and fulfill her goals mm-hmm. under culture to enhance culture. She's also continually looking for ideas to layer on and new things to test and try and learn mm-hmm. from in that. So she owns that yeah, and she's portion of the strategic plan. You know, I, I've embraced growth. So it's, it's growing. And again, remember what I told you about this two by two. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's, uh, strategically, we're, we're always replenishing the core, but in this plan, we're talking about new products, new markets. Um, and so under the growth, growth initiatives, you'll see, uh, initiatives related to how can we better 
better deliver our mortgage solution and and grow that uh, significantly more because we think we've, we're pretty good at it and we've got an opportunity to just um, serve many more co- members than we are today. Um, you'll see initiatives related to uh, business banking and, and charger management services and delivering great solutions to local members, um, local business owners. So they're at the fringe. They're new products, new markets, and um, they're under these buckets. So when people come back either with ideas through Idea Factory or from conventions or just things that they're thinking of, um, the way we're structured is you go to the owner. Um, so if it's growth, they come to me or it gets elevated and gets my attention. I'm constantly looking out for these things sure. and say, hey, let's layer that in there. Let's test it and see if it makes sense for us and maybe it'll grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I'd love to see five or six initiatives under growth that are test and learn initiatives um, that may develop into, you know, a core product five years from now and add to our portfolio and contribute to that growth. Right. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. Mm -hmm. And I bet you've probably got an example of something that kind of bubbled up through that process that, you know, you hadn't considered before was brought to Mm -hmm. the table, run through the gauntlet. And at the end, you came out with a great new Direction, product, service, something for the organization. Share a story about that if yeah. you want to. So, I mean, most recently the, through the Idea Factory, we um, we had four teams present ideas. Uh, one of the uh, one of the teams um, was recognized as a winner. They they um, took a look at how can we um, offer a great. Um, interest checking account to members and their twist on it was to um, also incorporate support for local charities into this. So kind of a give back um, aspect to it. Um, So they, this team worked and developed this idea over a course of month and presented to the executive leadership of the organization and said, yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's fold that into as a growth initiative to learn more about it, let's consult with some, let's get some outside help, let's um, see if we can more further develop that, run some numbers, and further refine that. But that idea of a kind of a give back and an interest checking, um, that was folded right into our strategic plan mm-hmm. for 2021 as an initiative that we are definitely going to test and learn more about. And wasn't on your radar, obviously, no, prior to that. Absolutely not. No, no. It's just a an idea that a couple of young employees had, and um, they they developed and and uh, yeah, and it we'll, fits we'll into your current mission, mm-hmm. your current vision, and and it fits into that quadrant. I would assume that would be new product. So probably new product, exist- existing um, market is probably the quadrant that fits in. Yeah. Yep. And as you looked at what you were working on, you had capacity. Mm-hmm. in that sense, to be able to take that on. And now you've got a new product to be able to offer that really helps further the mission of the organization, which is, I, I would imagine, everyone's got to be really excited about right. seeing where that would go. Yeah. How do the team members feel about the work that they did? What difference did that make for them? Oh, I, yeah, it raises their level of engagement. They love putting their fingerprint on something. 
Um, so this has happened a number of times, different initiatives. But, yeah, I, I love it when uh, one of our team members can put their stamp on the organization. And uh, it really, you can see the pride and um, sense of accomplishment. They love the engagement uh, across the lines of business that they that they experience. And um, so it's, it's their stamp on the organization. It's their stamp on the strategic plan too, which right. is a, which is pr- pretty transparent in this company at at all levels. And that's not true in every organization. Mm-hmm. That is unique. I mean, you speak about it as if it's just not a big deal, but it really is a big deal. Mm-hmm. That means something to your employees. I got to believe it means something also to your members, to the organization as a whole. Tell me how that's received to your board of directors. Yeah, so the, we are governed by a volunteer board of directors that are that are members of the the credit union and the and they do an excellent job of thinking strategically and helping guide um, management's efforts to along those lines of growth, yeah. culture, and performance. And they're very supportive in these initiatives. And, yeah, the the membership, the, we, we listen to the membership through a number of different – I mean, with social media nowadays, it's easier than ever to get direct feedback you from bet. just about anybody, anytime. But we also do formal surveys. We do focus groups. And, and there's a number of different ways to to listen to what people need or what they think they need and um, – to kind of learn about um, attitudes and that kind of thing. But, yes, absolutely. So this, you know, a product like this, um, like a give back checking, uh, you know, uh, that idea, we'll test it. That definitely grew out of um, the I, – I gotta, I, I'm just assuming, but the, the folks that came up with this idea are younger folks and everything in it, and it's – I don't know that it was any aha moment for them. It probably seemed pretty obvious that this is something that we should be offering. But for me, um, it seemed like a, a great innovation, a great new idea. Um, right, absolutely. And maybe came listening. from people in the branches who were on the ground talking mm-hmm. with folks, and suddenly someone dared to breathe the idea, say it out loud, right? Mm-hmm. And And it started to become a reality. So now you start to test that perhaps roll that out to members who are thinking, this is a really cool thing they're doing for me and yeah, we'll for see. charities that I care about potentially. Right. And the whole organization is feeling good about that too. Mm-hmm. They're part in the process, what you're doing in the community. And when all that happens, your board of directors and the, and the organization as a whole has to feel really good. Yeah. And it all starts with a strategic planning process that's well-defined, but nimble. Right. To be able to bring innovation into it at any point in time. Yeah, no, that's it's a great summary. The um, I I think it, there there's definitely you, you have to you have to be disciplined. You have to be listening yes. for these opportunities. They're not going right. to fall in your lap. You have to be looking for them. Right. Um, and you can't be afraid to layer new things into the strategic plan, as long as you're disciplined about the test and learn attitude. So you're not going to drop everything Mm -hmm. and develop this new product. It's going on on the side and we'll figure out a way to test it. You know what, Sherry, it might not work. Um, There's always a chance, right? You know what? We'll, 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 we'll do the work we need to do. We'll figure out a way to test it. Mm -hmm. 
And from that test, we'll learn whether it's something that we we do go um, all out with. Right. And, and um, if it's not the right product, you may discover something else along the way that is perfectly ideal, which can, you never would have come to without at least trying. Yeah. I yeah. can almost guarantee you that we'll have some version of of this, right? It'll right. be some iteration. Maybe not exactly what I described here. But from the test, we'll learn, we'll make changes, you adapt, you move forward. Yeah, that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. You make it sound so easy and so natural. And it is here for you at Consumers <laughs> Credit Union. It's real. You, you live this well every day. But for organizations, companies, leaders that are listening to this and saying, that's really cool stuff. I've got some questions, though, about how to really get this off the ground. If they would like to talk with you, Steve, would you be willing to share with someone a little bit more of your insight as to how you do this here? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So I can probably the best way uh, to reach out to me is email at steve.owens at consumerscu.org. And then um, you probably track me down on LinkedIn to um, uh, be pretty efficient. And my phone number, you're welcome to call. The direct line is 269-488-1770. Super. Steve, thank you so much for being here with us today on The Welsh Wire. All right. Thanks, Sherry. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.